Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 858, air date December 30th, 2020. Good afternoon, everyone, or good morning. This is Dr. Shiva Ayaduri. We're going to wait for people to log in. I want to um, review some very important developments on what is to be done uh, to really build a movement for truth, freedom, and health. I think it's extremely important, given what's going on, that we take a step back and have a conversation about this. So we'll wait for people to join. We were supposed to do an interview, so I'm waiting for the person who's going to interview me. If not, we'll just start anyway. So we got people coming in. Florida, great to have you. Good morning. Dawn, yep, it, it's been a while. Good morning, Elizabeth from uh, California. Great. Yeah, so as we have people coming in, uh, someone said there's a rally in Arizona tonight, Canada, et cetera. But I want to have a, uh, a, a much more deeper conversation um, on what uh, reviewing where we're at and what needs to be done. And I just did a tweet out on this um, about who do you actually trust? And it's a very interesting uh, conversation because who you choose to trust in, in all aspects of life can make a very, very big decision in the trajectory of your life. And it's, um, it's an important thing because uh, someone many, many years ago, I forgot who told me this, they said, you know, one of the most important decisions you make in life is who do you choose to get advice from, right? There's many, many people you can get advice from, but who do you choose to get advice from? And this is one of the central questions uh, for uh, achieving the goals you want in life or collectively achieving goals is, who do we trust? Who do we listen to? And uh, that's going to be the basis of our conversation today. Who do we listen to? Okay. Um, because who we choose to listen to can make a big difference in where we end up. And I would argue, look at where we've actually ended up today. And we need to take a, a very frank look at where we are globally, you know, in your local communities and nationally in the United States as we live in a world right now where um, people are being forced to lock down their businesses, people are being forced to shut down their companies. This is a reality. Uh, people are talking about stimulus checks of 600 or $2,000, uh, where uh, we have people running around, um, literally running around wearing masks. You have forced vaccinations on their way in not only uh, looking at it in the United States, but globally, you have the concept of immunity passports, you have all these things going on. And so we need to look at what actually happened. And now people are awakening to the concept that, hey, maybe the GOP, uh, the Republican Party, um, you know, has people who are for us and against us. But anyone looking at this for many, many years ago would have seen this. And so that's what we want to review today. What is to be done and how do we really build a movement? All right, so I've got about a thousand people live. So let's start that. So where are we right now? All right, if you really look at it materially, um, what you find is about 600 people made to close, uh, in the last six months made about two, two to uh, $3 trillion. So just let that settle in. Jeff Bezos in March of 2020's um, uh, net worth was around $100 billion. And as of October, the last time this was checked, he's at, at about 200 billion. So just think about that. He grew in wealth in nine months 
by this total amount that he grew in his entire career. Just let that sink in. He grew in nine months, or even less than that, in his entire career, more than he grew in the entire building of Amazon. Massive escalation in wealth. He acquired about $100 billion more. And you can look at Warren Buffett, and you can look at Bill Gates, and you can look at Zuckerberg, all these guys. Meanwhile, in the United States, the uh, you know 30 million people uh, became unemployed, and the stock market took this uh, very, very powerful jump based on the printing of money, which was done and was just put back into the stock market to prop up companies that should never even exist. This is what took place in the midst of all of the theatrics that you saw going on TV, left and right, etc. So just step back and think about that for a second, okay? The incredible amount of wealth transfer that took place, again, a guy like Jeff Bezos made $100 billion in literally from March to October, all right? From, it's the third month to the 10th month, in about seven months, he made as much money as he had done during his entire lifetime up until that point. In the midst of a pandemic, when all of us are being put under massive control, you know, the gym I used to go work out to, I can't work out there. The shopping I used to enjoy doing, you know, going and buying food shopping, I, I can't do that, right? All of this got done. And who delivered this to us? It was delivered to you by lawyers, by politicians, by celebrities, by a lot of talking heads on social media. That's who delivered this to people that some of you chose to listen to. And so the central question is, who do you listen to? How do you decide who do you follow anymore? And I would argue that the people you should listen to are the people that have to deal with the actual laws of nature day in and day out. A plumber does, you know, a good plumber. If he doesn't do something right, you know, you could literally destroy a house, right? Pipes blow up. If you don't have the right electrician who um, doesn't understand, um, you know, the laws of electromagnetism, you're going to blow up buildings. If you uh, don't have the right engineer, planes are going to fall out of the sky, software stops working, and so on. So I would argue the people you can ultimately trust are people who actually make things, build things, and big and, and they're dealing with the laws of nature day in and day out, that if they make a mistake, things just stop working, they lose their businesses, uh, they affect huge number of lives of people. Now, now just contrast that to a lawyer or a politician uh, or a stockbroker, right? These people or a celebrity or a talking head, a lot of them out there, um, they don't have to deal with reality. They can say whatever they want. Their uh, words don't have to match their deeds because it's just purely words. And so we have to really wonder, why do we listen to these people? And, and you, what you'll find is that there is a huge brainwashing that takes place from the time you're born to revere celebrities, to revere politicians, to pay homage to lawyers, and so on. And these are the people that are involved right now in the discourse on election fraud primarily, or election integrity. Not everyday working people. And the working people, because they've been misled for so long, think that that's the only choice. And so I want to just look back at, you know, what our movement for truth, freedom and health has offered from day one. You know, in March, if you go look at my Twitter stream, 
I said, look, this reality of the uh, coronavirus and the fear mongering will go down in history as one of the biggest hoaxes intended to destroy economies, push mandated medicine and suppress dissent. And all of that, unfortunately, has come to pass. And the reason all of that has come to pass is because people didn't understand the depth of what I was saying then. And the depth of that comes from, you know, as many of you who, if you've been trained in engineering or plumbing or electricity, or if you actually work with things, building stuff, if you're a jeweler, is that it just comes from a basic, simple understanding. I've studied the biology, I've studied the biological engineering. I could see Fauci was a fraud long time ago. I wrote a letter to Trump in March, you know, and frankly, the president should have listened to me. He should have gotten rid of this guy. He should have not done lockdowns, but he was surrounded by people who know none of these things. And so I'm essentially requesting all of you to take a big couple of steps back because with all the chaos, with all the, frankly, the oppression that's taking place right now with these forced vaccinations, with the mask mandates, we have to really ask how we got here. How did we get here? How did we get here? And we got here because people have been made to get advice from the wrong people. They've been made to honor people who don't deserve your honor. And so the only way forward is we need to take a couple of steps back and we need to start asking some fundamental questions. How do we actually build a movement? How do we actually build a movement that changes the world? And first of all, you have to ask your question, a fundamental question, which everyone needs to ask at some point in life, do you believe, do you want to change the world or do you accept it the way it is? There's one set of people accept the way the world that is and they're fine, that's their choice. And others of us want to change the world. So at that point you have to ask the question, well, how do you change the world? Now this is no different than someone saying, hey, I want to be a electrician. Okay, well, how, do you, how are you going to be an electrician? Well, I'm just going to go and stop fix, start just doing it. I have a lot of passion and energy. It doesn't work that way. There is a physics to understanding electricity. You know, V equals IR, right? Volts equals amps times resistance, right? Well, I want to build bridges. Well, how are you going to do it? I'm just going to go build them. Oh, well, maybe you need to understand Newton's laws. F equals, you know, mass times acceleration, right? Well, how are you going to become a great uh, plumber? Well, you need to understand fl fluids, right? Every real skill, or how are you going to become a great um, at, at anything that requires skill? There are laws of nature. And I would argue that changing the world, changing the world has also laws of nature. And, uh, you know, I, I started exploring this as an 18 year old kid, you know, wanting to understand how, why, how the world operated. And it took me a long time to understand that there is a science, there is a system science to understanding how to do this. So um, I, over the last several years, I put that together into a, and it didn't exist. I didn't have access to it. most of it. I actually put that to a science. It's called systems and revolution, a way to do this. And, and over the last several months, I started um, every Monday nights, which we started doing, starting to train people because we need to educate people that there is a physics, there is a nuclear physics to changing the world. And you're not going to get it from Scott Adams. You're not going to get it from Tucker Carlson. You're not going to get it from the left wing or the right wing. You're not going to get it from MAGA. You're not going to get it from the Trumpers. You're not going to get it anywhere because they frankly do not have the skills to do this. They have good passion, some of them.
Okay, don't get me wrong. But the reason we're here today is because fundamental principles about how to how the world operates have not been fully understood. And we need to now do that. Otherwise, let me tell you where this world is headed. It is headed into the dark ages because just because people get oppressed and we all feel bad doesn't mean things are going to get better. Oppression and enslavement doesn't suddenly make people rise up. And if they do rise up without the right training, without the right science to change, nothing will ever happen. And so when we ran our campaign in Massachusetts for truth, freedom and health, people just thought, wow, it's a cool slogan. Well, that slogan, truth, freedom and health is built on some scientific principles. It's built on the principle of the fact that things in nature move, motion, motion and free motion. That's where freedom comes in. Freedom, and that's a principle of transport, T-R-A-N-S-P-O-R-T. It's a principle that comes out of science. It appears in every aspect of science, motion. Well, that's what freedom is, a right to move. And with the right to move, which means movement of information, matter, and energy, which means ideas, which means free speech. This is why the founders put together the First Amendment. Well, that freedom, supported by the Second Amendment, allows us to ask deep questions, allows us to do science. Because what is science? Science is ultimately you have an idea. You could have crazy ideas. You know, gravity. Well, someone thought there was a, a magnet at the center of the universe which pulled people down. And others said, well, wait a minute, there's a concept called gravity, Isaac Newton. And then he did lots and lots of experiments. He had a hypothesis, went over, and then he came up with a, a model which has stood, this, uh, stood time, which is called the law of gravitation. Well, that's science, but you're supposed to, in science, be able to have the freedom to inquire questions, do experiments. It's a lot of hard work. Grifters can't do it, lawyers can't do it, politicians don't do it, celebrities don't do it. Hardworking people do this who, engineers, plumbers, nurse, people like us. So with freedom, you get to convert an idea, a hypothesis to truth. That's a principle of conversion which exists in nature. Conversion meaning the conversion of a diesel generator which takes fuel and creates electrical energy the conversion of your computer, which takes one plus one and gives two. You see, these are phenomenon. Truth is something that is a phenomenon that emerges when you have freedom. Now, when you have truth, you can then start identifying the real problem and then the real solution. You can innovate the real solution. That leads to health, health of your physical body, health of infrastructure. And the health is really the infrastructure aspect of you. Well, that also comes from a phenomenon in nature called the storage or the structure. So what I've just shared with you, which by the way, everyone should come a couple of Monday, next Monday should look. Um, and it's time we train people that truth, freedom and health are scientific principles. So if we're gonna build a movement, it has to be based on truth, freedom and health because without health, which is a structural aspect, you don't have the energy, you don't have the strength to fight for freedom. So truth, freedom and health are not just words, They're, they are a scientific principle. It's like, E equals MC squared. That's what truth, freedom, and health is. Then we need to understand that there's a second principle that emerges that nothing is ever going to come without a bottoms up movement. Not nonprofits outsourcing our stuff to politicians. We have to build a bottoms up movement with the knowledge of truth, freedom, and health. And then the third part of this is that we need to get really wise about what I call the not so obvious establishment. I just saw. A couple of days 
uh, ago, someone tweeted, uh, sent me a tweet of uh, General Flynn's brother, um, Joe Flynn, retweeting out Kennedy, thinking t Kennedy is some warrior, you know, for medical freedom. The guy's a complete scumbag. It's Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He supported Hillary Clinton, who's pro-vaccine, who got $100 million from the Gates Foundation. In fact, Kennedy himself says, I'm pro-vaccine, I vaccinated all my kids, but he's got his shtick, okay? And we exposed him in, in a number of places, and we took a heat for that because this is the singular aspect why movements don't occur, because people get bamboozled by celebrity. And this is why we are in this situation, not because of the Hillary Clintons and the Obamas and the Bushes, but because of people like the not so obvious establishment, talking heads like Tucker Carlson and quote unquote, the Kennedys. And th that's the third principle. So what I wanna implore on you is, and you can do, and by the way, again, it comes down to the question, who do you get your advice from? And this is a central question. Are you gonna get advice from people who actually have done the homework and built stuff? Are you gonna continue taking advice from politicians continue taking celebrities, and even this uh, current stop the steal. Well, a lot of the people running this are neo-rhinos, young neo-rhinos. It's not about stop the steal. I'm sorry, that's a wrong slogan. It should be about one person, one vote. And what's fascinating is when I was in Washington, DC, I showed up, there's a group invited me to talk, someone else invited me to talk after the Supreme Court, and then I was invited to talk at the Freedom Plaza. And I notice all this interesting dynamics among these people. Well, there's another, I, I've been called by different people, a bunch of people said, hey, Shiva, how come you're not invited to talk at the Capitol? Well, it's run by a bunch of neo-rhinos. They're inviting everyone else, but they don't invite the guy who brought out the election fraud issue first. Why? Because these people are creating theatrics and you start following the money. There are people making money off election fraud right now, literally money. So do they really want to fight election fraud or do they want to build careers about talking about election fraud? Like people who did the Breast Cancer Foundation, like people who did um, any of these nonprofits, any of these quote unquote movements. They don't want to approach the real problem because frankly, either they're dumb, they don't have the skills or they're part of the problem. They're trying to build their little brands. Well, working people in this country, for that matter, in the world right now are the ones who are suffering people who actually have skills. So our plan, our plan is to build a movement for truth, freedom and health, a massive movement. And, and that's what I'm intent on doing because when I look around, I don't see a movement, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't see political theory. I don't see anyone training anyone anything. I see a lot of passion, but I do not see people having an understanding of how to build a movement. And it's taken me a long time to figure that out. And so I want to invite you, if you are if you want to do it, it's up to you. Every Mondays, 7 to 9 p.m., I have a course that we're doing because you guys need to get trained. It's a three-hour course. It's a lot of my time. Um, you can go to vashiva.com. You can just sign up to just be, we're putting a lot of our videos underground because a lot of them get taken down. We're building our own infrastructure. We're engineering our own thing. We're inviting people if they want, if they're committed, we also offer a scholarship, but you guys need to get trained on the physics of change, the physics of revolutionary change. And then we want to put together a set of leaders. People, we, I want to identify leaders 
And then decentrally, people start educating people. We need to weaponize knowledge. That's how we build a movement. That's what's going to happen. So go to vashiva.com. You know, uh, it's uh, free to go log in. Um, there's a scholarship because I want committed people, but we need to build a movement now. And it cannot be based on politicians and lawyers and billionaires and celebrities. It needs to be based on working people who have skills. And that's how we're going to get out of this. But I guarantee you, four years, 10 years, eight years from now, if we don't do this, we're all screwed and the enslavement will get even worse and worse and worse and worse. In Massachusetts, you know, with our campaign, we identified the singular issue on the election fraud issue. It's not stop the steal. It's one person, one vote. Where does that come from? Because computer algorithms are being used. We All these elections, whether a Republican wins or whether a Democrat wins, it's all bullshit. None of it is real because they can even make a Republican win or a Democrat win just to make it look all theat the theatrical. But underlying our modern voting systems are computer algorithms which can flip votes. So it is no longer one person, one vote. That's the issue that someone like me, who looks at it from an engineering standpoint, identifies the grifters out there are out there doing stop the steal, stop the steal. Well, what are they really saying? I get a lot of emails from the RNC asking me to stop the steal and to give them money. I see a lot of the rhinos saying stop the steal in Massachusetts, for example, and they were involved in the fraud. So it's time that you start really reflecting. Who do you follow as your leaders? What is the wisdom and knowledge that you want? So we don't repeat this. We're in a very bad situation. And the same old grifters are out there trying to run movements. They don't, they should not be running. These movements are stupid. They're dumb. They don't know what they're doing. They don't have the physics. They don't have the science. And what I want to offer everyone today with all humility is to let you know that there is a way forward. And that is everyone needs to raise their political consciousness. And that political consciousness can only come with real knowledge of how the world operates, how political theory operates. And I can teach it to you in about three hours. So every Mondays I'm doing it and you don't have to do it, but I encourage you to do it if you truly care about the trajectory of our future, because it's time we understood those three principles, the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health, how we have to build a bottoms up movement. And the third is the not so obvious establishment. Tucker Carlson is part of the not so obvious establishment. I'm sorry. So is Hannity. They watch which way the wind blows on the right. And on the left, you have a bunch of them, Al Sharpton's, Bernie Sanders, the Robert F. Kennedy's. And if we don't, cannot identify these sets of people, we're doomed, we're doomed, we're doomed. But it's there is a science. There is a political science to understand this. It's In fact, it's an engineering science. It's not even a political science. It's like gravity. And I'm here to teach that to you. So that's what I wanted to share today. Um, uh, and I want you to really ask that question, you know, as I'm looking at some of the points here, um, where do you get your information from? Where do you get your information from? So every week, um, you know, we do a lot. I have a whole science team here. We're going to be doing a lot. We're going to take, for example, the area of masks. And I want to share this with you. And we have built a site that, um, and I'm going to share this with you as a homework assignment. Everyone should take advantage of this. Let me share this with you. Um, let me go right here one second. I'm going to start this up. 
So what um, we're doing to support everyone's educational development is that each week I'm going to be putting out there uh, these, these mini sites, okay? So here's one that you're seeing right here. Let me share this with you. This is a site that um, you can share with people. Let me put up the, uh, so everyone gets it. Let me put up the, the uh, location of a join-cswebinar.com slash masks, okay? There you go, okay? And what this site is, it's, a, it, it's a, essentially an invitation for people to learn about the realities of masks. And let me wear, let me, I'm going to play this for you so everyone can see it here. Let me turn up the volume here. And here we go. In the midst of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic response, the use of masks has become a hotly debated controversy. One side believes everyone should wear masks, claiming there's no downside, so you might as well just do it, even if it's not completely effective. The other side believes mandating masks violates our civil liberties and should not be forced on people, period. We're once again caught in a left-right pro-versus-anti debate. To get to the truth, ensure your freedom, and get the health you deserve, we must take a systems approach to identify the real problem and the real solution on masks or any other topic. System science reveals an interconnection between masks and oral health. To watch the full-length video and to join our community for truth, freedom, health, sign in at no cost. Here are some highlights on the full-length video. The earliest documented use of medical masks in the 17th century, probably there are two types of masks. We have the surgical mask and the cloth mask. There's been quite a bit of research on this. Virus particles are too small to be filtered out. Dentists declare mask mouth and new phenomena as they see an explosion in patients suffering from tooth decay and gum disease. The mouth is connected to your head, it's connected to your gut. This is where your innate immune system exists. Most diseases start right in the mouth. Wearing face masks creates a microenvironment around the mouth and the nose. We're talking about all of these factors, right? You want balance. For the guy without the mask, because he's having proper flow, he's having good saliva, he doesn't have the dryness. We're talking about the pH and we're talking about the temperature. One could argue this is a better situation than this situation. Some of you are being forced to wear masks in your work. What can you do to support your own microbiome? Let's jump right into this. Sign up now at no cost to watch the full video and to join a community of incredible people dedicated to applying a systems approach to building the global movement for truth, freedom, health. You'll discover real solutions for a pandemic. Also, you may apply for a scholarship to our Truth, Freedom, Health Leadership Program that teaches you the principles of all systems and how to apply those principles beyond left and right to find the reality in any situation. We need leaders, not followers, for our historic movement. So anyway, I hope that gives you what uh, I'm in the midst of doing. We're literally going to start educating people on science, but we're going to, on science, on systems thinking, and, uh, and all of these drive into political principles. But there are these three political principles. So every Monday night, you can go up on the site. You can go up to vashiva.com, um, sign into vashiva.com slash join. Okay, vashiva.com slash join. And do it because we need to build a actual movement, truth, freedom, and health. But everyone who's part of that movement actually learns political theory. Remember, thought precedes matter. Thought precedes action. The action that manifests itself in the world comes from thought. So if your thinking is correct, 
we're going to have amazing things that come out. But if the thinking is off a couple of degrees, we're going to end up with shit all the time. We're going to end up with forced vaccinations, masks, and all this crap. That's why we're here, because people's thinking has been completely overtaken by misleaders, lawyers, politicians, you know, all the people that I've mentioned. So, you know, I can be whining about this, but I have a solution, which is a very new type of education. So what I just shared with you, that's the mask um, in invitation. People can then go to the site. So for example, if you, um, let me go back to the site here. If you look at the site here, let me share this with you. So I think it's here. I'm sorry, I gotta share the screen here. So if people go to this site, Mass and Oral Health, you can you can then use you can then see that you can share this URL and then people can then um, if they're interested um, they can then go listen to the full video and so we give them a little bit and then and to listen to the full video they sign in and then they can get access to the community and in that community they get access to the entire video and this is a way for us to separating the people who are serious and separating the people who just don't want to actually learn and are just dilettantes. Okay. Um, the only way we're going to change the world is people are serious, committed, want to learn. So the mask knowledge leads you to the full length video of the masks. And on that page, we share with people content that they can reshare, how they can educate their neighbors. Because in this video about masks and oral health, what we've discovered beyond left and right is that when you wear these masks, what it does, it, it increases the temperature around here. It lowers the pH because you start breathing through your mouth and your mouth gets drier. And what it does, it lowers, it increases the acidity of your mouth. That's what lower pH is. And when you do that, there, there are three bacteria, which we've identified in the science, in the science, and it's all up there in the longer video, that those three bacteria, guess what they do? They increase bone loss. They increase, you know, uh, bleeding gums. They reduce your immunity fact and at the molecular level we've shown that i spent about three years with our science team doing this so now you have the tools not to talk about left or right yes we can have the civil liberties discussion yes we can have well just do it because you know everyone's wearing masks you can say hey look let's take a scientific approach and the scientific approach is this okay you want to wear masks know this that those masks that you're wearing with the cloth or the medical they don't really work so go get a hazmat suit if you want to follow that idiotic line of thinking, which is one and one aspect of science. They don't work, then go get the hazmat suit. Or you can go boost your immune system, okay? But we it's not the left or the right. If you're listening to what, what I'm saying and, you, and you, uh, you know, I have respect for what I'm saying, it's not the left or the right. We need to convince our neighbors who are in the middle who, are, who don't know what's going on. They just wear a mask because someone told them to do it. So we need to show some compassion now and start convincing those people, but you're not gonna be able to convince them without the right tools. And what VA Shiva and what I'm doing and what our movement is gonna do is to weaponize people with the right tools so all of you can become leaders and educators in your community. That's what's missing right now. Make America great again, good slogan. Okay, lock her up. Well, we never locked her up, okay? That's not sufficient. We need people to be actual working people acquire skills. That's how we're gonna build a movement. 
It's not going to happen with talking heads. It's not going to happen with celebrities. It's not going to happen with lawyers. It's not going to happen with politicians. It's going to occur when people like you and I start understanding and get educated. I have the education. I'm a mere catalyst. But we're going to take every issue, masks, vaccines, and I'm going to build these little, almost these little cliff notes and tools to help you get this information out. But that's how we're going to win. And it's going to provide you some structure and it's going to give you a sense of that you can actually do something. Otherwise, you're going to get depressed. You're going to think nothing is possible. And that's what the establishment wants. The real solution, as my great grandfather once said, is education is the ultimate revolution. That's how we're going to win. And I offer you a way to win. So please take advantage of it. Get educated or be enslaved. That's the choice. Get educated or be enslaved. We got to build a movement now, a real movement. Maybe it'll be a political party, maybe not. But more importantly, we need to build a movement that's decentralized in your local community. So um, in, in closing, everyone, if you want to know more, go to, you can just go to bashiva.com slash join, bashiva.com slash join. I'll take you over there so you know how you can do this. And this is something um, I would say probably uh, something and you can go right to this website and you can just click join. And if you want to um, become a truth, freedom and health warrior, we have a scholarship. It's a training program. It requires commitment, but go to vashiva.com and join. But we need leaders. We don't need followers. Facebook's about followers. We need leaders. And I'm here to provide the education. Um, think of what we're doing on vashiva as a weapons factory, a weapon factory of knowledge. Okay, let's see if there's any, uh, yes, we need we need uh, a new frontier, new mentalities, new base of leaders. You nailed it. Um, uh, one of the things we're going to do is when people become leaders in this community, we're actually building our own infrastructure so we can train people in an environment that Facebook, Google, Twitter cannot get access to, or YouTube. We're building our own infrastructure to educate people. But think about this as really a revolutionary education program for revolutionaries, okay? It's a revolutionary education program for revolutionaries. And remember, we cannot change the world, and, I, and I'll end on this. You cannot change, you cannot create anything substantive unless you understand the laws of nature. There are the laws of nature to building the bridge. There are the laws of nature to building an airplane. There's the laws of nature to fixing your pipe in your home. And there is the laws of nature on how you actually create change. And I've discovered that. Some of you may have access to the book System and Revolution. It's been sort of a lifelong effort, but this will probably be separate from the invention of email, other things, my real contribution uh, to society. And I hope you take advantage of this. Thank you very much. Be well, be the light. Thank you.